Good afternoon and happy Cinco de Mayo, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us on another installment of our webinar series. I'm here with Jason Hennessy, the most interesting man in the world, is joining us today as well, um, but he won't be speaking. So we're excited about today, totally stoked about the content we want to talk about. Um, I'm going to start it off first with talking about the different blogging strategies that we use um, here at We Do Web Content and, and the SEO value. And then Jason is going to jump on in the end and really dive into the importance of SEO and how it affects the blogging and the benefits of it. So um, I just want to make sure everybody can hear me. So if you could please like we did the last time, raise your hand and, and comment that you can hear and see the presentation. We will go from there. I think we still have some folks joining. Um, again, my sincerest thanks to everyone for always registering and coming on and learning because we are always learning and, and educating ourselves and I'm glad you're doing the same thing. So, okay, I can hear. Thanks, William. William's always on board. Thanks for showing up, man. You're always here. All right, so let's wait a couple minutes. Make sure everybody's Dawn, thank you so much. Dawn can hear us. Just wait a couple more minutes for some people to jump on, and then we'll get things going. Hopefully, everyone is excited, and we'll take a long lunch today with some margaritas. Um, I forgot to, I was going to bring some maracas to get everything going, but I forgot <laughs> I was running late today. Um, but yeah, that would be fun. So cha-cha-cha, we'll pretend I had the maracas in my hand. Um, <laughs> all right, Amy, Don, Bill can hear us. All right, hope, so everyone that's on, make sure you stay on the whole way because we, we um, you know, obviously Jason's going to jump on the end, but I want you to hear about um, one of the really cool tools we've been using. Um, we have an offer at the end too that hopefully you will jump on to. I mean, I'm excited about it. Um, actually, I expect you to jump on it. Um, and Jason's going to talk further on, on the benefits of that when we get into it. All right, Kelly. All right, cool. So, um, all right, here we go. So today we're going to be talking about the blogging strategy that we use and we have our buddy here the most interesting man in the world says I don't always blog but when I do I use these blogging strategies I don't know if he really <laughs> does but I'm sure he's probably used a couple of them <laughs> all right so quick I mean I'm not gonna do too much of this but little history of what it is a blog Basically, a blog is an abbreviated version of a weblog, which is a term described years ago um, to chronicle information on websites. Um, Jonathan Duke blogged um, originally back in 98 and, and was the first instance of a blog. And then they started, um, they shortened it from weblog to blog. Um, just a little history on that. So why, why should we blog? Well, obviously, blogging is good for SEO, user experience, um, and if you just like to write, it's therapeutic. Um, and the numbers don't lie with blogging. Blogging drives traffic. Um, you know, it's, it's one of the biggest components of SEO. 
I'm these numbers here don't lie. So small businesses with blog generate 126 more leads than those without. 82% of customers enjoy reading relevant content from their brands. I know I do. 81% um, of customers trust advice from blogs and reviews. Reviews are huge too. Companies that blog have 80% more visits than those that don't. 70% of customers that learn about the company through articles rather than ads. Now that's true. I hate uh, clicking on ads. I'm one of the non-ad searchers, so I'm always going for the organic. 61% of consumers have made a purchase based on a blog post. I don't know um, if anyone can attest to that, but that would be good to know. Um, but this is all data. Um, Three Girls Media, good firm. They uh, aggregated all this content probably from HubSpot or somewhere, but thank you so much. So, um, all right, let's keep going. <clears throat> So what is the SEO value of the content? And like I said, Jason's going to go into this further, but we've all heard this before. Content is keen. And if, if you really think, think about it, it's true. I mean, I'm going to show you in the next slide the periodic table of SEO success from search engine land. It begins, the very first elements are the content elements. So you'll see. So, you know, I know you've heard it before. Content is keen. Sorry about that. So this is the periodic table of SEO success factors. If you haven't seen it, go on uh, search engine line, you'll be able to see it. Um, for those that attended, we'll get this slide so you'll be able to check it out. But here it is. I mean, here are the on-page factors of content. It's the first element on the periodic table of SEO success. So we know, those of you that are on the call, you know, you've been doing this for a while, so you know the value of content. So here's, here's, there's a couple people in the industry and we're always talking about content is king, but again, you know, is it the all in all of everything? I mean, I think everything when we're marketing something, we have to create a plan. So there, I believe in certain steps, working with Jason, he's only validated those steps even more and it's made it more important. So before you begin and start creating content and, and blogging for your legal website, I suggest you do the first thing is audit your website. Check the health of that website. Um, Jason, I mean, we can attest to the, the different clients that we've talked to in the past uh, several months that they have absolutely no idea what's going on their site. It's kind of like, you know, going to the doctor and checking that mole on your back and figuring out that it's something worse than it is. Um, it's serious information. You don't really know until you run a test and run an audit of your site, the true health of it. And, and Jason, I mean, again, you can jump yeah. on and say how well, important of, that is. Yeah. One of, one of the things, can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Everything's all right. Um, one of the things that, you know, most people don't realize is, you know, if you have a WordPress blog by default, I don't know why it's set up this way, but by default, it's actually set up so that you have pages that are getting indexed on Google that shouldn't be getting indexed on Google that are causing duplicate content problems with your website. So unless you kind of go in and manually change some of those settings and you've got, you know, some technical issues. And that's even if you just a brand new website right out of the gate that, you know, that has never really had any other technical problems. 
Um, so I think it's very important that, you know, at least somebody take a look at it and kind of um, educate you on that. And so we do offer uh, free soft audits. So if you'd like to get a free soft audit, we can kind of show you specifically what we're talking about with uh, that duplicate content issue. Um, so be sure to email uh, Alex uh, to set that up. Um, we can set that up for later this week, next week, uh, however you like. Again, it's complimentary. All you're investing is about 30 minutes of your time. So we're happy to look at that. Thanks, Jason. Yes. Um, and before we move on, it looked like we have a newcomer, um, Amy. Thanks so much for joining us. If you have any questions, feel free to ask them there. Um, I don't know if you have any questions, but feel free to ask questions during, and, and we'll jump off and answer any questions for you. So, um, First things first, obviously audit your website, make sure everything's working. You don't wanna put new content or start doing marketing on a website that's truly not technically working for you. Um, so next thing, pinpoint the reason you're creating content, who you're writing to, why you're writing. Think of the stages of the buying cycle, the people that are coming to your website when you're developing that content. You're gonna have people that are just researching about in injuries, um, make sure there's some kind of guide that they can take with them when they do that. Um, make sure you're creating client personas. So really sit back and, and jot down a plan for the reason that you're creating content. Think of that ideal customer and visitor that you want on your website and cre create that persona. Um, next thing, if you've already been developing content, make sure you're evaluating the content that's on the site, um, who you're targeting, what content that you had on the website, um, making sure the navigation is done correctly so it's good for the user and um, Jason can talk about the SEO value of that further but you know the navigation structure of a website is very important the way the content falls and how deep on the site it is um, I don't know if you want to jump on that now Jason or talk about it later so we can move on yeah no I mean everything you know starts to um, starts to attribute back to the variables that Google is looking for um, you know and it's, it's pretty obvious, like when you start to do, do Google searches for whatever, like pay close attention to the URL structure, you know, pay close attention to what you see on the search bar of Google, right? I mean, you pay close attention to what Google's bolding, right? They're bolding the keywords. So there's obviously these signals that Google is looking at. And so if your website is not set up to send those specific signals to Google, um, then you know you're 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 taking yourself out of the uh, out of the chances of of getting that, that traffic that you're looking for. So yeah, to Alex's point, like every little small detail starts to add up. And so if if the if your competitor is is um, you know doing best practice SEO, but he's just not maybe tweaking the URL structure perfect, you know that's just one advantage that you can have on them. So. Um, we should probably do a, another webinar that talks specifically about all of those type of variables and what to pay attention to. Maybe we can, we yeah, can add that. Yeah, I like that. I think that'll be a good in-depth one. Um, so the next so, thing is centralize your content. And, and what I mean by, by centralizing your content is keeping a database and, and organizing that content um, so it's all in one place. It's easy to go back to again with SEO. You're doing so much internal and external linking, the content you're developing. You want to make sure you're organizing everything on, on a spreadsheet um, based on your the research, the keyword, the topic, 
where you put it on the site, um, any images or alt text that you used. Um, at the end of this call, everyone's going to be getting the uh, legal blog bundle. Um, in there, there'll be a sample editorial calendar and organization spreadsheet. That should be helpful, but I would try to model it based on that. So again, before you begin to create content research, research some more. Um, again, touching back on that calendar, making sure you're organizing it, that, um, but doing your, your keyword research, um, what posts people are sharing on social media once, once you get in depth after d building that base of content. So when you're building the content for, for your website, you want to make sure you have all the base content, the navigational content, your practice areas, your sub-practice areas. So first, secondary, and tertiary pages um, are all organized correctly. Um, I, I like using apps like BuzzSumo. Um, that tells me once I start blogging about different topics that are actually working there and what kind of social shares. I use it for some research as well. Um, SEM Rush, I love using that for keyword research. It doesn't always have all the data, but it has most of the data. I think the, the numbers are, what, what is it? Uh, is it uh, anything with volume over 10 visits? Over, or 10 yeah, it's usually any, you know, that, that tool monitors uh, keywords that have search volume more than 10 uh, per month. Right. And you have to be ranking within the top 100 positions on Google. So it's a pretty, pretty great tool. Um, in addition to that, I, I like using Google search um, for, for topics for our blogging or any other content, and then also any SEO strategies that we get from our SEO consultant, Jason. And again, we'll make sure you're creating that create column, uh, calendar. All right, so the blogging types we're going to talk about, these are, I'm stoked, I'm excited about them. First one's going to be the news jacking blog, practice area supporter blog, uh, the curator blog, influencer video interview, the stats blog, how to, and the slide deck blog, which is also very cool. It's a hidden gem um, that you may not know about, and it's very easy to create. All of these blogs, I put them down because I think it's easy for attorneys to do um, outside of the interview blog, which takes a lot more research and time. The other ones should be something that you should be able to do with a staff member. Try to knock out quickly without tons of writing. So the first one, and we're going to talk a lot more into this one, the news or the news jacking blog. So the art of adding your opinion and ideas onto a current news piece. This is gold and um, you know how it would work is you would sign up for Google alerts or, or other news alerts um, using credible news sources and basically rewriting and giving your opinion and linking back to the original source. Jason's team and um, you know, we've been doing a lot of these. Jason, you want to touch more on this, on the on the news pieces, because I know you love doing them. I, you know the actual yeah, authority and why it works. In fact, my whole presentation after you pass it over to me once you're done is all about this. Um, and so, yeah, I'll get into the specifics. I'm going to use a real example so you can actually see it in action um, and get to see the benefit and the rankings and everything else. So that's coming up here shortly um, once you're finished with this uh, deck. Yep. So we'll keep going. So again, Jason will ch touch on the benefits, but good for SEO, reputable sources. Um, you know, you never know, can be snagged by journalists and it's quick and affordable to do. 
So the practice area supporter blog, this one we've done a lot for years. I touched on the main navigation pages. So if you're a car accident attorney, family attorney, um, criminal attorney, it's important that you're creating supporting content for those practice areas when you blog. Um, you know, sample content is five, five things to do after a car accident is great supporting content for your personal injury pages, proving the legitimacy of your marriage, um, great for family law, um, practice areas, civil versus criminal contempt, excellent content blogging for, for your criminal website that supports your criminal practice areas. The curation blog, so content curation is basically, and this is the easiest one. This is kind of, I, I like to call the lazy blog. It just takes a little bit of research, but you're using other people's content that you research to develop your own posts. So what's happening here is your content creation is a process of collecting, organizing, and displaying information relevant to a particular topic of area of interest. So basically I would go out, look at some influencers. I would use BuzzSumo, Reddit, Google, different sources to see what's good content on the keyword or the specific topic I'm looking at. And then I'll go into all of those posts and take the best information and either turn it into a quote, a, a short um, paragraph about what the other source was writing about. And I'll put all that information into one long post with my own opinion on each one. And this is very little writing on my end. I'm using other people's information and then I'm giving my readers a good resource because they don't have to go out and do all that research. So now I've aggregated and curated all this content for them on my blog instead of them having to go somewhere else. So it's great for user. Um, I'm delivering a whole bunch of information and Google likes it. It's a great strategy. <clears throat> the influencer blog. Um, so this one's basically you're looking for influencers, people in your area that are either colleagues, um, they're a step above you or, or just doing things that you like, reaching out to these folks. Um, and this is also great for link building and, and getting them to share your content, but reaching out to them and, and asking nicely, hey, I follow you, I love your content, um, I'd love to um, write about you, or just find those specific influencers, several influencers, get some quotes from them, and put them into a specific blog. Again, getting good information and building a relationship with an influencer is big, especially when you want to get that content shared out there. The video blog. I know Jason loves these. Um, Jason used to do tons of videos, but very successful with them. Um, they actually even were driving good leads. But the video blog should be very simple for an attorney to do. Um, you know, you can use it as a how-to, a specific practice area, talking about your firm, but using a video and then writing some, writing something short uh, about it. Describing the video, you can even get it transcribed through a service like Fiverr, um, and they can help out for, for minimal cost. But uh, a video blog is basically a blog in a video form. Um, make sure you're using images and, and good metadata and definitely optimizing those videos. So find a good topic, do your research, um, give it a kick-ass headline, 
And I, I would also recommend embedding that onto your blog after you've posted it to YouTube or Vimeo. But again, they're very quick to create, good strategy. <coughs> the interview blog, now this one takes a little longer, uh, more research, but again, going after those influencers or a, a case study would be great in your market. Um, someone who's written a book, making sure you're writing or doing a video with them. You can do audio, again, get it done or fixed up through Fiverr. But this is a great way for you to really get someone else's expertise and show yourself as an authority um, and would have a lot of good natural content because you know, you're not actually optimizing or putting keywords they are just going to naturally come out from, from the interview. So this could be a good long tail opportunity for you. The statistics blog. So a blog citing specific interest industry statistics. I think this is great for attorneys. It uh, offers an opportunity. Statistics are also um, having a number on a headline is always more compelling than not having a number. For instance, I, I put a sample here. Hiring a family lawyer has shown to be more effective. Um, hiring a family lawyer increases your chance of collecting child support by 40%. So I don't know that that's true. It's my own made up stat, but it looks cool. It attracts, um, it, it'd be good for attracting clicks and, and having somebody come in on your site and reading your blog because of it. Um, but it shows expertise, authority, social sharing is gonna help out. And again, with the user experience, you're putting statistics together. Again, like the news piece and the other pieces of content, the whole goal behind them is to offer the visitors that are coming to your website an excellent resource. If you're putting these statistics together for them and they're coming to your site, it's because you're giving them the information they want. And that's huge for user experience and is, is one of the underlying important things of, of SEO and what Google wants is definitely a good user experience, giving your users the data that they're looking for when they're making that search query. The how-to and list blog, I mean, these go old school. I use it all the time. This could be a video or it could be written. Um, I did some tie images there because I look up how to write, tie the Windsor tie all the time. I still haven't mem <laughs> memorized it. Um, but YouTube is there for absolutely everything. Actually, I used the, a video the other day on how to get the plastic thing from something that you buy when the uh, the store clerk forgets to take it off, you know, the, the, the plastic <laughs> magnet. So apparently you have to burn the back and burn the tip of it and it pops off with, with a knife. Very quick to do. But before I was like, oh, damn, I got to take it back to the store. There are how-to videos about everything. You should have a how-to video of why to hire an attorney, how to uh, get out of a DUI, how to, I mean, the, these are great content. Um, opportunities that you can easily do on your own or with the help of a professional content company like ours. <laughs> um, just no a disclosure. Plug, plug, plug intended. Plug just intended. a disclosure. Alex, Alex doesn't steal his clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do not steal my clothes. <laughs> Side note. Um, so again, this allows you great opportunities uh, to repurpose your content if you've had blogs. Um, you can create videos about them, write about them, shows expertise. Again, great for the user experience. 
so the slide deck block, I mean, I've been jumping on these. I've been doing these for my clients because um, it allows us to, and I'll go in a little further into the strategy for this one. So after we've been writing for a client for a while, we've developed a good amount of content. They're delivering, we're delivering good traffic to them. So at some point we'll look at all the content on their site. We'll see what's performing well and might have a less than desirable bounce rate or or is just performing well and we're seeing people consistently coming back what we'll typically do is outline that blog and create a slide deck for them put it in SlideShare, optimize it and then embed that back onto the client's blog i i had we did one recently for a family law attorney out of seattle and she's already gotten over 365 views and clicks to it on her blog and tons of shares on social media. So the slide deck is definitely performing. It's very easy to create. I mean, it's PowerPoint, some cool images and creating a slideshow account. But the benefit to that, I mean, this is the quiet giant of content marketing is because it's connected to LinkedIn. So there's so many opportunities in LinkedIn for attorneys, either lawyers or, or, or high-end clients, the minimum, um, the average income of a LinkedIn user is $80,000 a year. So if you're looking for clients in a high demographic, that's, you know, that's not a bad opportunity. And with slide decks, it's linked to your LinkedIn account. So it's great. You're re totally repurposing your content. It's on SlideShare. You could also put it on YouTube if you want to video it. Um, and it's going to be on your blog and then all your friends, colleagues, um, and potential clients and groups may see it on LinkedIn as well. Um, so that's all I've got as far as my decks, all the different types of blogging that we use and, and that we like to use. And, and Jason will touch further on, on why it's good for SEO. But um, if you have any questions, um, go ahead and ask. Could you give us the name of a lawyer in Seattle to take a look at her slide deck blog? Hi, Virginia. I cannot but I'll email you yes um, but it's nice to see you again Virginia or actually hear you um, but yeah I'll send that to you Virginia remind me shoot me over an email and I'll send it to you <clears throat> any other questions Let's okay see. cool so we'll jump on with uh, with Jason I'm gonna switch over to you, Jason. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, did you pass it over yet? There it is. All right. So let's share my screen. It's right there. All right. Can you see my screen now? No, I see. I can't. I can't see it yet. Hold on. It's paused. Hold on. There it goes. Better? Better, yes. All right. So the, the site that I'm going to use is one of uh, my sites um, that I built. Um, I, I often build legal websites um, so that I can use them to practice different strategies, uh, SEO strategies. Um, this is a site that, that I own. It's called LosAngelesDUIAttorney.com. Um, it's a lead generation site. I sell the leads to an attorney out here in LA. 
um, but it's a site that I also can use as testing and, you know, push the needle a little bit uh, to test out different strategies and never get any of my clients penalized. Um, so um, that's what this site is. All right. So this site was first launched in October of last year. So it's only been about five, six months now. Um, one of the things that, that I want to talk specifically about is, you know, obviously the blogging strategy. Um, and to Alex's point, why is blogging important? Well, the first thing that you always want to check with your website is you want to go to Google and you want to do this site colon and then your URL without the www.com, right? And when you do that and you press submit, you're actually doing an advanced search query that will show you specifically how many pages are indexed on Google. So in this case here, I can see that there's 455 pages that are indexed on Google. Um, and so um, that is a, an important metric because every time that Google comes back and calls your website, they're constantly looking at how many pages are indexed today? How many index pages are indexed, you know, a month from now? So this number has to be growing. Um, and if you think about it, you know, the more content that you're adding, the more words that you could rank for, the more rankings that you can get, the more traffic you can get, the more cases that you get, right? So it just makes a lot of sense to, to have a blogging strategy. But it has to be a pretty, you know, str strategic blogging, blogging strategy. All right, so how can you increase this number without having to spend a, a lot of money each month? Um, so, um, well, you know, it's the strategy is, is it in the new strategy, which I'm going to share with you. Um, but first, I just wanted to show this, you know, because these are some of the metrics that Google is looking at here, right? So they're looking at, you know, how many new links you have coming to your website on a monthly basis. So is that number growing? So by getting more links, you're increasing popularity, um, how many new pages are, are actually being, um, you know, indexed on Google, right? So I just shared that with you. You know, every day Google is taking data like this and they're building these graphs in the background of their algorithm to monitor your website, right? You can't see this stuff, but, you know, that's the stuff that they're, they're monitoring. Um, so talking specifically about this new strategy. I like to how Alex said jacking the news. Um, <laughs> that's one way to put it. Um, you know, I like to call it, you know, just kind of creating, you know, a strategy where you are becoming the CNN of your local market. Um, there's a reason why Google comes back and caches CNN every few minutes, and that's because they're adding fresh stories that, you know, that Google's hungry for because Google's going to monetize their content. They're going to serve up ads around their content. Um, and so, you know, the more content that you're put giving back to Google, the more money that they make, right? So they're financially incentivized to this. So in this strategy, what we did was we created a news feed here, which is a blog. When you click on it, it goes to this page and, you know, every single day, except the weekends, we're posting a new story, right? So texting and DUI cases take strange twists, right? Every single day, there's a news post here that's being added. This is increasing our page count on a, um, you know, a daily basis, weekly basis, monthly basis. So, you know, a month from now, if we were to do another webinar, this should probably be closer to 500, right? Um, so that's cool. Um, the second thing that you're doing here is, you know, you're adding the fresh content. So Google's going to index all these words and stuff. And when people are doing searches for terms like this, you know, they're going to find you. Um, now, sometimes people might say, well, this is not really targeted traffic, so does this make a lot of sense? 
Well, I mean, what is targeted traffic? Uh, you know, I mean, if, if somebody like a personal injury lawyer buys a billboard on the middle of the freeway, I mean, is that targeted traffic? No, they're trying to do a branding exercise, right? So that, you know, people will remember your name, remember your firm. But it's the same thing with this, you know, if people in your local community that are searching for local stories and finding your website, right? They'll, it's a branding exercise. They'll be like, oh, and they'll look at your website and then eventually maybe come back to it later on. But again, it's just a, it's, it's more of a branding exercise that's also contributing to your, you know, the SEO variables of your, of your website and your strategy. Um, second thing is, is now you're starting to associate your website um, with other major news stories and other major sites. So Google, you know, has, they have a thing called the trust signal or a trust variable that they're measuring. They want to see how trustworthy is your website. Um, they also want to see, you know, is your site giving educational value, right? And so by, by posting blog posts like this, you know, this is a story that we found on USA Today, right? It's just a story. They wrote the story. What we did was we basically rewrote it into our own words and we included some of our own thoughts on the matter, but we're not claiming this content as our own. Um, you know, we are actually citing the original story here, right? So we're telling Google, hey, this is the, you know, it's a great story that we want to post here. We want to become a news aggregator in our industry, but, you know, we are not, um, you know, stealing the content from USA Today. In fact, you can find the original story over here. Right. So that's part of the strategy here is, you know, citing the original source. And so when I do that, you know, there's an external link that's being sent from our website, which is about, you know, criminal offenses such as DUI to a USA Today story talking about, you know, a criminal offense, a DUI offense or what have you. Um, so those are educational signals that, that Google is looking for. Um, Second thing that you can do, well, before I get into that, um, Google comes back and crawls your website, right? And so, like I said earlier with the CNN reference, um, the more content that you're adding on a regular basis, the more frequently Google is going to continue to come back and crawl your website. And so you can see here that Google just came and crawled our website yesterday, right? If this website was static and I haven't added any content to it in 30 days, you know, this number right here, this date might read, you know, April's 14th, right? It might take 15 days for Google to come and crawl this website because I'm not giving them anything of value. Um, so when Google sends their crawlers out here and they say, hey, it's the same thing that we've seen a week ago, or if it's the same thing we've seen two years ago, why is Google going to continue to invest their resources coming to your website to crawl it when there's nothing that changed? They've already got a cached version of the site. So the more frequently that you're adding content on a regular basis, the more Google is going to continue to come back and call your website. So that's that's another important variable on why you should have a strategy, <clears throat> a blogging strategy. Second thing is with this website, um, because we are posting it as a news story, well, we actually applied with Google News and we got accepted. Um, not everybody will get accepted. Sometimes you might have to make some modifications. Like, for example, you know, they might come back and say, hey, you know, you have to have news as a subfolder in your URL structure. So we went and we made that change, you know. And so you continue to make the changes and learn the process. But eventually, you know, if you get accepted, that can attribute, you know, a lot of traffic back to your site. Um, and so here, if I do a search for Los Angeles, 
DUI on news, right? Here's LA Weekly. Look, this is Los Angeles DUI attorney blog, right? It's there. LA Weekly, Fox News, Los Angeles DUI attorney blog, um, right? And so you'll see here, there's a lot of Los Angeles DUI attorney blog stories here, and that's because we're adding stories on a, on a daily basis. And so if I were to go to Google, and this is a celebrity that, you know, got into trouble and he's going to rehab, right? We found the story from another source. We wrote it as our own. But when somebody goes to Google and types in, let's just say, Brandon Davis on Google, well, we're the number one story there, right? So we're getting traffic from that. Again, it's a branding exercise, and it's just from, you know, being, you know, a part of the Google News feed. Um, and then here's the story. Same thing with uh, Cole Hauser, I guess another celebrity from Fast and Furious. TMZ is number one, Hollywood Reporter, and then look, Los Angeles DUI attorney blog, right? So we're starting to get the same type of exposure as major news players like TMZ and Hollywood Reporter. Um, so what does all this mean, though? Um, you know, it, it's basically what you're trying to do is, you know, you're trying to increase your traffic, right? So let me pull this up here. So this is the traffic um, analytics for this website from when we first started back in October. So we had 213 visits when we launched this website. In November, we had 441 visits. In December, 573 visits. In January, 1,766 visits, right? 2,373 uh, in February. In March, it went up to 3,268. And then look, in April, we're almost at 6,000 unique visitors to this website. Um, in, in just a few months, right? And so as long as we keep this strategy up, it's going to continue to compound month over month over month. So if I look at this strategy five years from now, right, and we're still doing what we're doing, you know, I mean, golly, maybe the site's generating 100,000 um, unique sessions every month um, for a local DUI lawyer website, right? Um, and so Again, now there's other parts of this strategy too. You know, it's not just that. I'm talking specifically about the in the news stuff right now. Um, but there is certainly other parts of the strategy. You know, like for example, we have a whole FAQ section. Again, these are these are blog posts as well. Um, you know, but we have specific blog posts um, that you know uh, answer questions. Um, you know, like uh, I'll give you an example here. How long does a DUI stay on your record? 1,600 people are searching for that every month, right? Um, if I go to Google and I type, how long does a DUI stay on your record? We rank number two for that, right? Um, 1,600 people are searching for that. That generates calls like you know, every day just from that one blog post that we created. Um, and so there's a lot of these other examples here too, you know, uh, DUI under 21, bam, DUI under 21. Again, we rank number three. What happens when you get a DUI under 21 in California? Um, so, I mean, all of these start to compound and you start getting traffic and you start getting phone calls and you start getting leads and, you know, and that's how your, your business grows. Um, this is a tool. So the site ranks for 5,594 keywords. I can see the movement of all the keywords on a daily basis. Um, you know, California speed laws. We wrote blog posts about, you know, the specific vehicle codes, um, you know, anything to attract more visitors to the site. Um, and then, you know, that's just it. You know, you, you drive your rankings and, you know, you start to rank for all of the different terms. It pushes the whole website up for everything that you're trying to target. 
So anyway, I hope I hope that was educational. I hope you learned a little bit about that. Is there any questions out there? I'm not seeing anything right now. Any questions? <clears throat> we'll give them a few minutes uh, to you know pose any questions. So let's talk about that, Alex. You know, because I know that one of the things that we're offering today is to create the strategy for for clients, um, where it's kind of like a just, you know, you don't have to worry about it. We will do it for you. Um, and it's pretty inexpensive to do it where we're doing, you know, at least one post a week for you, um, just so that you are, you know, uh, adding all of these different variables to your website and getting the benefit and the love from Google. Um, so Alex, you want me to pass it back over to you? Or? Yeah, we have a couple questions here. Let's see. Okay. <clears throat> Oh, okay. So, does it matter what we use to make and design our site? Uh, um, yes. Um, uh, does it matter? Touch further um, on that, Jason. You want to jump on that while I look at the other questions? Yeah. Um, I, you know, Squarespace. I would avoid that. I mean, Squarespace is a good platform if you're just getting started out and you want to just have a website so you can put it on a business card. But if you're serious about your business, um, I wouldn't uh, recommend uh, you know investing in that platform. I'd probably move it onto like a, a, a different platform like WordPress. Uh, I'm a big fan of WordPress. Uh, as long as you keep uh, WordPress current and you got all of the plugins and you know all of the updates current, you know you have nothing to worry about. It's it's an excellent platform, very easy to use and user friendly. Um, is it helpful to have the chat sites like engage or uh, just fill out the form to the right of you? Um, so, I mean, any type of call to action that you can have, right? So on our website, um, you know, we've got obviously the phone number is the, the most prominent. Um, you know, we want to get people to call us. Um, right below that on every page, you know, we want to get, you know, the information here. Um, but sometimes people are, you know, at, you know, work and, you know, they don't want to, um, you know, talk about their DUI case. In this case, you know, it's a, it's a criminal offense. So you don't want to be sitting there in your cubicle talking about your DUI case. So that's why we also added the chat feature here so that, you know, sometimes people just have questions, you know, and they want to just ask the questions. And so they type it in here. Um, we collect the data and then an attorney will contact them. Um, so, you know, any type of call to action that you can add um, is, uh, is, is great um, to have as a, as a benefit there. So um, I would definitely uh, encourage you to do that. Um, let's see here. Does it matter what we use to design our website? Okay. So I think I talked about that, um, you know, I would have a designer do it, you know, maybe, you know, a professional designer do it, you know, we can help out with that if, if you'd like. What are you also charged by Google when the headline is clicked? What are you charged? Okay, so that you're talking specifically about like pay-per-click. Um, so, you know, in our case, Toluca Lake DUI Lawyer is just a term that I typed in. We rank number one on that term organically. It's the first one below the ads. So when you click on this, it doesn't cost me anything, right? It's free. Um, however, um, you know, depending on this is a this is a basically it's a it's a system. It's a bidding system. So this guy might say, I will. I'm willing to pay as much as eighty dollars to rank number one here. And this guy might say, All right, well, I'm going to bid eighty one dollars. And so he's going to move above this guy. 
And so if I were to click on this and he was bidding $80, then that's going to cost him $80. Um, it comes right out of his account. That's why Google has all this money. Um, but, you know, um, sometimes I've seen them where these are like $500 a click um, when you start to get more into like the mass torts, right? I know that there's a big Johnson & Johnson lawsuit about ovarian cancer with talcum powder. Um, you know, those are really strong leads, you know, that could attribute into millions of dollars in cases. And so, you know, people might be willing to bid, you know, bid $500 on those type of uh, clicks. So, um, hope that answers your question. So, let's talk a little bit more about, you know, what, you know, what we, uh, what we can do to help them. Do you need to share your screen or no? No, no, we're good. Um, so, I promised everyone there was going to be an offer at the end of the webinar today. Um, we typically don't sell on the webinars, just educate, but we know the value of this. Um, I think we're both helping each other out by signing up for it. I don't, I can't have it on for a long time because um, we don't want to take on too many clients, so we're only offering it to the webinar attendees right now, so it's limited. It's only going on through Wednesday at midnight, but it's four new blog post per month research is done for you it's posted directly to your site for only 397 I know the price is low it's I, I think it's a benefit for for both of us to do it um, you know I, it's a future link building opportunity it's great for the authority of your website um, and it allows you to continue to stay active. So $397 monthly, you're gonna be getting an email about an hour after the webinar once the automation of the attendees goes through, inviting you to complete the form, and then we'll, we'll schedule a call to discuss it and, and go from there. But we'll be creating four brand new posts for you monthly for only $397. Um, and, and these will be the news authority pieces. Um, if you need additional help, anything beyond that, then we can also talk about that on the phone. Um, if you're looking for an audit, again, there'll be a link for you to get an audit as well if you wanna proceed with that. But make sure you jump on that. Jason already showed you the benefits. Um, if you're looking for additional blogging platforms or opportunities in SEO, give us a call. We're here to help. Um, as you've seen in the past webinars, you know, we try to educate as much as we can, sharing our own tools. Um, but make sure you, you click on the email, check it out, and proceed and, and sign up as soon as you can because we're only taking on limited clients. That's why I can only keep it open until Wednesday. Um, that's it. Jason, you have anything else to add on top of that? I mean, I, I know, uh, I know, you know, you you already went in through the importance of it and, and how good it's been for for some of our clients. Got it. Um, yeah, no, I think that's great. Uh, I think there's another question that just came up by uh, William. Uh, he asked, "What what happens if you simply rewrite the news article and not link back to the original source?" Okay, so if you rewrite the news article and not link back to the original source. There is a chance that Google could understand the semantics of the article, and it looks like you are um, plagiarizing uh, a major news site, and so you could potentially uh, it could potentially create problems uh, for for your your site. Um, you know, you could potentially start to see an algorithmic filter. Um, you could uh, potentially start to see duplicate content problems. You might even get a manual. Uh, penalty on Google. 
Um, so I definitely uh, don't encourage that. That's the same thing with um, when you guys do press releases too. Um, you know, rather than you know take a press release and just kind of publish it, you know, on your um, you know on like a site like PR Web or something like that. What we like to do is we like to take the press release, publish it on our site or our client site first right and then post it to PR web or wherever and then within the press release on the news sites like PR web and stuff you're going to link back to your page that has the original source of that press release um, and so this way that you get the benefit of that press release and not these other sites that are going to pick it up um, so I hope that answers your question um, few more minutes if we have any other questions. Yeah, feel free to ask about any SEO topic, content topic. Uh, we, we still have a few more minutes. Again, make sure you jump on that offer. Only $3.97 a month, good through Wednesday. Um, today is Cinco de Mayo, so hope you guys have a good, safe day as well. Make sure you grab a drink somewhere. Um, it's a question here. It says, hold on. Let me see here. Um, do I have to, if, if I decide to go with this, do I have to post these articles? Uh, no, we do everything for you. So, um, so you would basically, all we would need would be uh, access to your site, whether it be WordPress, we would just get the username and password. And then every week we would be publishing a new article like this for you. And so your page counts would grow. You would start to get all the benefits of this. Um, and then, you know, if, if you wanted, we can also talk about helping you uh, possibly become part of the uh, the Google News feed too. You know, there's a process for that. And, you know, we can certainly help out with that too. I think that is it. We had another question. How often do you blog? Um, for our firm, we try to do it two to three times a week for, um, for some of our clients, we're doing two to three times a week as well. I have some clients that are just doing once a week. You know, obviously, the, the more you're, you're, you're blogging, the more opportunities you're getting to get indexed um, and having Google crawl your website for more information. Jason, you want to add? Yeah. That? Um, I mean, we, we are adding right now, you know, we're investing a lot of content in this, in this website. Um, and, you know, so, I mean, right now we're actually building a glossary, which I guess is not really like a blog post, but we're building a specific glossary so that there's legal definitions written in our own words for every single thing. Um, and this will allow us to build internal links back and forth and create kind of like a Wikipedia, Wikipedia experience. Um, so, I mean, we're, we're probably adding anywhere from 50 to 60 pages of new content to this website every month. So... So Matt, you had a question about the the Clarity tab for FAQ on site versus just in the blog tab. Um, most of our clients, so I guess it depends on the platform they're on. Um, some web development companies keep the FAQ swept separately. Um, some of them keep it within the blog. It, it, in this on Jason's site, it's uh, looks like it's separate. But yeah. How is it technically uh, done on the back end, Jason? Uh, so it's all pulling from the same uh, WordPress database, and then we are basically categorizing them different. So this would fall into the FAQ subfolder here. It's called DUI FAQ. 
and then we have a new subfolder too. Um, we don't have a blog on this website per se, like just blog, because um, we, we're really kind of just adding the content within the FAQ section and the news section. Um, if we were to start to write our own um, thoughts on certain things, like there's no attorney on this website. So, um, you know, we don't necessarily have something where somebody's blogging, where somebody's going to religiously follow their blog. Um, so in this case, it's just content. It's, you know, it's, it's a content strategy, but we're using WordPress blog um, to publish it. Right. And, and if you were paying attention, you saw the URL structure for the difference. So where some URL structures, oh, and the .com, and then forward slash blog and the topic, you saw the URL structure where it was news and then it was separated for DUI FAQ. Again, you know, probably one of your technical SEO strategies and, and best practices to do it that way. Yeah, this used to be called blog, but Google required us to call it news within the subfolder in order for them to actually approve us for Google News. So we went and we actually changed that. Very cool. How important are testimonials? Wow. That's very, I mean, go ahead, Jason. Yeah, I mean, you know, testimonials are, well, testimonials, like, I mean, they could be a great strategy for getting, like, you know, more content to your website that is very localized. Um, but, you know, it's more of a user experience strategy, you know, so, like, when people come to your website, it adds credibility, it can add the trust factors. I think that's going to help, you know, convert the traffic once they get there. Um, it's not necessarily like an SEO strategy unless you're doing it, you know, um, specifically for that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's more of a conversion technique. Um, so, but I, I highly, uh, I highly encourage you to have some reviews there too. And, and, you know, for DUIs, I mean, that's another, you know, how do you get people, you know, to say, Hey, you know, Joe has helped me six times, you know, get out of jail from my DUI. He's the best. Um, that's a little different. <clears throat> um, couple other things here, Matthew. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Kind words. Um, a lot of people are saying great webinar. Yeah, we appreciate. We love this stuff. Yeah. I mean, you know, we like to give back. So we're trying to do them. You know, at least once every two weeks. You know, sometimes we'll do once a week. It just kind of depends. So if you guys continue to come, we'll continue to provide the value. <clears throat> So we have another question from Matt. So on WordPress, can you have a blog FAQ and news tab that splits blog posts based upon category? Um, yes. Yeah, I mean, anything is possible with WordPress. You know, it's just a matter of kind of um, customizing it. You know, I could have all of this content. I could just have one blog tab and then everything is kind of categorized by you know categories or by you know however you want to set it up you know it's just in this case we wanted to create it so that it's a whole new section of the website and we created subfolders but yeah any anything is is possible with just a little bit of, uh, of programming cool deal all right so um i think we're almost done we have one more question oh thank you again and <clears throat> We're all Alex, so make sure you guys sign up and you should expect the email in about an hour. If you're not ready for blogging, definitely jump on the SEO soft audit. You're going to 
be amazed at the information you find out about your website and the health of the, your website and the amount of work that goes into it is minimal um, as far as timing but it is going to make huge amounts of difference in the performance of your website and allowing you to rank better in the future. Again, thank you so much for watching. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Enjoy your weekend. Please keep watching. Tell your friends. If you have colleagues that are attorneys, have them sign up for the newsletter webinar on our site so they can start getting invites as well. Um, future trainings can be anything about uh, Facebook ads for lawyers, Infusionsoft. We were talking about Google Analytics training as well. Um, maybe diving in a little deeper into uh, the SEO um, that Jason was talking about earlier. So please send in your request. Um, again, we appreciate it. Thank you so much for watching and staying on. Have a great day.